back with the third season. You're listening to Last Night's Coffee with Chuck and John. What's going on, Night Shifters? I hope you had a Merry Christmas and are working on having a Happy New Year. I'm Chuck, that's John, and we're working on our 124th episode. Oh man, that's a lot of them in the books. Did you have a good Christmas, John? Yeah, man, not bad. How about you? Pretty good. Uh, what you drinking over there today? You oh, you know I got the coffee. Oh, I'm I got- drinking out of my um my my coffee mug uh, that my wife got me. My wife got me a new coffee cup, and it's got my name on it, well, nobody- so that no one can steal it at work again. Nobody will steal that one. They could steal it at work. But it would be really awkward. Yeah, but you would know. Yes, that's the idea. So I am drinking a Pepsi made with my soda stream. Oh, yeah. You told me about the soda stream. You have not told me about any of the results from your soda stream. How are you liking it? Uh, I like it. So the Pepsi, so you, if you don't know, a soda stream is just a bougie way to have a drink. Uh, Soft drink at home. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like your Keurig for soft drinks, if you would. Sure, sure. Um, so you, you, what do you call it when you? It's like single serve carbonated beverage. Well, it's right? a liter. You do about a liter at a time. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So. A liter of cola. A liter of cola. <laughs> we do have liters of cola. I don't want a large Farva. <laughs> but anyway, so you, you have to carbonate the water yourself. And then you okay. pour the syrup in and give it a little mix like you would like kind of old soda fountain style. Yeah. And how do you like the results? How does it taste? I really like the way it tastes because the Pepsi in Coke has not released the flavor. So you cannot buy Coke. Soda stream, only Pepsi products. Um, wow. Yeah. No Coke products whatsoever. No Coke products whatsoever. Okay. The Pepsi is made with real sugar instead of uh, like corn syrup. Yes. And it has a lot better taste. Wow. I bet. I bet it does in that corn syrup. That's, still, that's cool, man. That seems really cool. I'm still learning the amount of carbonation. Yeah, you know, to get it to get it perfect. I haven't got it like soda fountain from the gas station carbonated yet. Oh, really? No, I don't think I can. Mm, interesting. But the flavor is great. I prefer uh, canned Coke. Like when I have to, when mm-hmm. when I have to, when I choose to drink Coke, which isn't very often, but when I do choose, I prefer it in a can. And I don't know why. I, I, I mean, the flavor should be the same, right? Uh, a can Coke it, is, can drinks are better. Why it, is that? I think it's because, um, there's no exposure to the light. Ah, interesting. Yeah, and then and then the clear bottles have that exposure to the light. Yeah, and that's why amber bottles are more expensive, right? Uh, right. Like glass ones and stuff like that. And, and that's why your beers are in darker bottles. Yeah, absolutely. To try to preserve them better. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, so you think that's what it is with the cans? They get no light whatsoever in that aluminum. Right, and it just it just does better. Yeah, man, I, I do like a can Coke though. 
Whew. I do too. If I'm gonna drink a Coke, I prefer it to be canned. Yeah, um, yeah. The pl- the plastic oh. bottle just tastes funky. So, how many of these things are you drinking now? Uh, I drink one. We made up a liter Christmas Day of two different flavors of the cola. They have a cola flavor, and they have a um, that's like the Soda Stream Cola brand, uh-huh. and they have a uh, a brand they call Doctor Pete, which is basically Doctor Pepper or Mister Pib. Yeah. So we made up two of those Christmas Day, and then today I made the Pepsi for the show. Man. And I enjoyed my first class with a Christmas tree cake while ago. <laughs> nice. You're back to eating Christmas tree cakes regularly. Uh, well, you know, it's more like a, it was a victim of cir- circumstance. I happened to find one. Ah, I see. And uh, so it the got exposure st- got to you. It got destroyed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When you get exposed to things like that, they uh, they somehow find their way getting destroyed. Yeah, it does. Um, dang, I thought I added to the notes, and this is a little behind the curtains. I thought I added to the notes about some pizza stuff. No, there's nothing on there about pizza, buddy. Oh, the 124th cool. episode. Can you believe we've done that many? I can't. I can't. Uh, and we're still struggling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're still getting by. So, did y'all did y'all host any events this weekend? We did. We had um, my family over for Christmas breakfast, uh, like on on Christmas Day. Uh, my my parents and my sister uh, and her husband came over, which is our normal routine. They come over and watch the kids open up presents and all that stuff. Cool. Um, this time, we actually provided them with breakfast. So. I haven't worked at Waffle House in almost 15 years. Yeah. Um, But my parents and sister would still go to Waffle House on Christmas Day ever (laughs) since I've worked there. Because they used to, they started doing it to see me because you had to work on those days, right? Uh, Because Waffle House is one of the few places that's open. It's slam packed busy all the time. You had to work on Christmas Day if you worked at Waffle House. Everybody takes turns. Like, it's not a full shift, is it? Or is it? Um, yeah, no, you can work pretty much as much as you want. Um, yeah, I used to work doubles on Christmas day because it's, it was good money. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so my parents and my sister would come up there and visit me every Christmas day when I was working at the, at the waffle house and they've continued that tradition for like 13 years after the fact, like I've been gone for and this was the first year they actually had breakfast with us at our house instead of going to Waffle House. So did you cook Waffle House food? <laughs> I did not cook them Waffle House food. No, we all actually kind of pitched in and, did, and wound up doing like a oh, potluck. Okay. That would have been funny. It's like, we're coming, <laughs> but you've got to give it all stars all around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We want Everybody them cheese eggs that. and raisin toast. <laughs> Now, how do you like your all-star? Like, if you go in there and order an all-star, how do you get it? So, I am not the guy to go in there and get an all-star. Um, okay. Yeah, I because I work there, like, I'll get really picky about what I get from there. Oh, uh, okay. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, um, I like very specific things from there. Gotcha. gotcha. Like, it took me... So it probably took me a good six years to be able to eat 
any sort of eggs after working there. Because you cook so many? Because I cooked so many eggs. Like, I could smell a raw egg from, like, across the room if someone cracked it. Like, dude, I had an aversion to eggs after that place. Like, you wouldn't believe. Um, but eventually, I was able to, to start eating them again. Now I love them. Now I eat, like, four eggs a day. Okay. Well, yeah. that's good for you. The eggs... It's brain food. Brain food. Brain food is what people used to, is what dad used to say. It's brain food. You got to eat your brain food. That's right. Eggs are great for you. Um, so we we had a breakfast too. We actually hosted a little get together on Christmas Eve, and then turned right around and hosted a Christmas breakfast. Wow. Yeah. So for the same folks, pretty much. <laughs> Add add a couple, take away a couple, you know. Yeah, pretty sure. much the same folks. That's hilarious, man. Um, how did it all go? It all went great. Everybody left full. Um, we had all the kids and the grandchild. Yeah. So it that's awesome, out. dude. First first Christmas as a pappy. How was that? It was good. I volunteered to hold the baby while everybody else fixed their plate. You know, somebody's got to take that hit. That's right. That's I right. didn't even, I, man, I'd been cooking for an hour or two. I didn't want to go fix a plate. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, just like. You got some good pappy time in then. But that leads us into New Year's Eve. Yeah. And that would bring up what I was going to talk about, about the pizza. Okay. Tell me okay. about the pizza. So, we're not going to host anything on New Year's Eve. We're just going to chill at the house. Good idea. Probably watch a movie. Charlie wants fireworks. Okay. That he's like, I said, Charlie, you want to hang at the house on New Year's Eve? He goes, If you buy me some fireworks, Dad. <laughs> I'm like, deal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> deal. I'll get you some fireworks, buddy. Um, that way, all I got to do is just walk outside, watch them, and then call it a day. Right. But, uh, we're gonna do frozen pizzas. Okay, like Tombstone style or what? What well, are we talking? So that got me looking, and I pulled up a list of the thirty popular thirty popular pizzas ranked worst to best. Oh, so this is someone else's ranking of them. Okay, this is someone else. This is TastingTable.com. If you want to go look it up. Okay. Um. So we're not going to go all. All over all thirty of them, we're just going to hit some highlights. All right, maybe, go right ahead. maybe maybe discuss where they're wrong. Okay, let me. Right. I, I'm interested to hear this list and see where we get to at the top. And I also found some tips on cooking a better pizza at home from a frozen pizza. So we'll go over that too. Okay. All right. So number thirty on the list is the Simple Truth Organic Goat Cheese and Beet Sauce Ultra Thin Crust Pizza. What number was that? Number 30. That is the worst. Okay. On the list. Yeah, sounds like it. And just looking at the... They have pictures of the box. Yeah. And looking at the picture of the box, it looks disgusting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks like it's got mango on it, maybe? Mm-hmm. Mango don't go on pizza. Mm-hmm. No, 
No. I mean, we can fight about about pineapple all day long. Yeah, pineapple's a different story. Mango? I don't think it goes on pizza as I far think as pineapple. The only way you go with mango on a pizza is if you're in the Philippines and you like have literally nothing else to go on your pizza and you're just trying stuff. Right? Like that's <laughs> if that's the only thing you have available, that's the only time mango goes on a pizza. Yeah, dude, and we just had a throwback to our very first episode. Did Let we really? You, yes. My Roomba decided to turn on. Ah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I had to hit pause on that. But yeah, mango, if you're in the Philippines, go for your mango on your pizza. Yeah. No other place does it belong. No. Right. No, no, no. So we're going to scroll on down because there's some pizza brands that we don't have around here that are on the list. And okay. uh, we're just going to, we're going to skip over those. Um, there's some cauliflower pizzas, which, I mean, I get it. You're trying to do keto. My thing about if you're doing keto, I have to get in a mindset where I'm not going to replace something with something that's like it. I just do it. Right. Right. Because it will never be the same. Yeah. No. Um, some of these pizzas look pretty good. You know, the Classico, uh, like, uh, spaghetti sauce brand? Yeah. Do they sell a pizza? They sell a pizza. Really? I wish it's, they had that around here. It's a number 24 on the list. Um, oh, that's not very good. <laughs> no, no there, there might be a reason. All right. So, <laughs> Maybe I'm glad they don't sell that around here. The Trader Joe's pizzas are not high on the list. Really? I've heard great reviews about Trader Joe's as a store. Coming in at number 19 is a Red Baron deep dish. Okay. I can get down with some Red it's, Baron. It's those single serves? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have some of those in my freezer right now. Okay. A Tombstone Original 5 Cheese is number 18. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It took us that long to get to a Tombstone 5 Cheese? Yeah. Okay. What else we got? Uh, well, DiGiorno's Bacon Stuffed Crust and Cheese is number 15. I have not tried that. Haven't either. Uh, here's another Red Baron. Some more Trader Joe's. So, evidently, they like not just the brand, but the pizza flavor itself is how they ranked it. I now, see. number 11 is a California Pizza Kitchen, Crispy Thin Crust Sicilian. Um... It looks like it's just pepperoni and maybe some other stuff. Uh, it's like a three meat. Yeah. Um, it's number 11. It looks pretty good. Okay. I've had California Kitchen or Pizza yeah. Kitchen before. It's it's not bad, but the price is what gets me on those. For what they taste like versus the price, is it that great? I got gotcha. you. Um, but I'm trying to get, because I know it's on the list, and it's, high up on the list okay what do we got our favorite my favorite frozen pizza if i'm just trying to no it's not high up on the list so the Tatonis square frozen oh pizza. yes are they on that list they are on the list and evidently i must have passed them when i was going through there they were like in the number 
They might have been lower than you think, I think. Let's see, there's 20. There's 25 pizzas, right? Or 30 pizzas. So what's your favorite frozen pizza from the grocery store? Okay, so DiGiorno used to have these, like, deep dish pan pizzas. Yes. And they you could get like several different flavors. I don't remember all of the flavors, but I, I remember getting the pepperoni. Most the pepperoni was the best. They had their own pan. Yeah. It came in its own pan in the box. Right. And right. like, you could just cook that thing up. It had all the bread. It had all the crust. You know what I'm yes. saying? Which is what I was looking for, dude. It was so good. And the way it would crisp up in that pan. Mm. Yeah. So I found our pizza on the list the Totoni's. Pizza to Totini. All right, what number is it? Number twenty-eight. Whoa! You said it was high. I thought it was. I passed. Nope. <laughs> but so, where? <laughs> give me the top five. Give me the top, the top five. five. Let's go to the top five right quick. And I, I don't agree with their top five at all. Well, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say they got it wrong on this list. Okay. All right, coming in. At number five is Amy's Barbecue Pizza. I don't even know what that is. Never heard of it. Never heard of it, so I disagree. Number four, Amy's Cheese Four Cheese Pizza. I never heard of it, so I disagree. Number three, and this is some bull crap, Red Baron Classic Crust Pepperoni Pizza. Wow. Wow. Number two. That's high. Yeah, that's high for that piece of junk. I don't know. I The the way a Red Baron will crisp up on the bottom, I don't know. But go on. What's number two? Number two is the Screaming Sicilian Bessie's Revenge Ooh. Cheese Pizza. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, okay. I like those Screaming Sicilians now. Personally, I think the all the Screaming Sicilian flavors should be the top five. Really? I think those are some of the best frozen pizzas. <clears throat> well, I got to be honest. If this was a marketing campaign for Amy's Pizza, they won because I got. I feel like I got to go try it now that it's ranked number four right. five. And here's another one that I didn't know existed. This is number one. Tombstone. Go ahead. Roadhouse Loaded Double Down Deluxe Pizza. Whoa. What is on that thing? It's just double everything. It's a double supreme. Okay. It sounds amazing. It don't look like it looks like a freaking tombstone with too much stuff on it. <laughs> it looks like when you take the wrapper off, <laughs> you're gonna explode stuff all over the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Well, frozen pizzas are one of the messiest things to make. Yeah. I mean, they like they like you get done, and you're like, "How did these crumbs get everywhere all over the oven?" Yeah, you know what I mean. The dogs are walking around like, "Hey, I'll eat that." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. that's funny, man. So you think the screaming Sicilian should be at the top all the way? I do. I'm I'm a screaming Sicilian fan. Yeah, if you had like unlimited everything, it would be screaming Sicilian for you. Like if you locked it, locked me up and said. You can only have one frozen pizza for a year. It'd probably be the Screamer Sicilians or the Tatonis. Wow. 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 So here are some tips. If you're doing like me and you're staying home 
and you're doing frozen pizzas for um, New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Defrost your pizza for 30 minutes before you put it in the, free, in the oven. For 30 minutes? For 30 minutes. Why is that? What What's the pro tip on that? They say the pro tip on it is it helps the crust. Oh, because you're also you're also going to cook it at 550 degrees for 10 minutes instead of 400 for 24. Interesting. So this will give that your DiGiorno's. It'll look like the DiGiorno's in the commercial mm. because it never looks like that when you cook it at home. No, it does not. You know, that's that's a lot closer probably to how like a uh, a pizza house will cook it. Like at um, at a Domino's or something like that. You, have you ever seen their ovens, how they're like a belt, you know? Yeah. So that's normally on like a seven and a half to eight minute cycle. Right. That's how long it takes for that pizza to get like through there. it's like 900 degrees. It's hot. <laughs> it's hot. Yeah. So... That's their tip. Thaw out that pizza. Thaw out that pizza and cook it on a high tip. Cook it on a high tip. So we're going to try I've that. always heard that grilling a pizza is good. Have you ever done that? Not per se. I We made, we took some um, taco shells one time, some soft taco shells, and yeah. made like barbecue pizzas on the grill. Well, oh, okay. How was, did that go? It was really good. It's just it's so huh. much work for what you got. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've heard that I've heard that doing the the frozen pizzas on the grill is 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 a good good move. I've never tried it myself. I know they make an adapter for the Weber's to turn it into a yeah. pizza oven. Interesting. And I've got... Tombstones come with instructions for grilling. I think really. I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, tombstones come with the instructions for grilling on the back. Yeah, right. They do. So, do you want to take an ad break? Yeah, man, let's get it. All right. Hey, Night Shifters, we've got a new sponsor, and that sponsor is Eileen Ayers with Bush Real Estate. You can find her at movingcoweta.com for all of your real estate needs in and around Coweta County. Find her at movingcoweta.com. I saw something on TikTok that I did not like. Okay, tell me about it, man. Over the Christmas season, there was a group in Houston. Uh, they're they're kind of a nationwide group. They're called Food Not Bombs. A uh, little quick thing about what they do is they think we should be taking the money that we're spending on building bombs and helping the homeless. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty forward thinking. That's um, a, I mean, could you imagine spending money to help people instead of kill them? No, no, I can't. Not in this America. That's not the American uh, way. Yeah, (laughs) that's pretty interesting. Okay, so they, um, what about these food not bombs? So they were in Houston feeding the homeless. Okay. Okay, out of their own pocket. Right. And they were ticketed with a court date to appear for serving food without a permit. Get out of here. They're not charging for this food. The, yeah, they're not charging. They're just handing it out to homeless They're handing people. out food, and these two cops 
gave him a ticket. Now you could tell the two cops didn't wasn't excited about giving them a ticket for feeding the homeless. But man, what kind of place is this where we're giving people tickets for trying to help people? I have never heard of such a thing. That's ridiculous. So that's ridiculous, you know, man. Houston, y'all suck. Yeah. On Screw Christmas, you. Christmas Eve probably was what it was, or over the weekend. Yeah. You know, it, it was kind of a long Christmas Eve. <laughs> right. Christmas right, Eve right. was like Friday night and Saturday night and Sunday night. Yeah, that's what it <laughs> seemed like, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was it was boo boo on them. Yeah, that's terrible, man. Uh, Houston Police Department, you should be uh, ashamed of yourself. I think I think I would have took the uh, write up from my dad superior on that one. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't I wouldn't respond to that call. Do the Sorry. right thing. You know, we we hear everybody talking about back to blue, back to blue, blah blah blah. So you go you're supposed to go back this cop that's out there giving somebody a ticket for feeding people. Yeah, that's terrible. I guess they probably would have arrested Jesus too. Nowadays, I guess. I mean, you think about that. You know, the Roman soldiers were just doing their job. When they... Well, that's what I was about to say. Are, are are we entering an age where some of the police officers are like Roman soldiers? They are. They are. And I'm, I mean, we might have some cops that listen to this show and, you know, thank you for what you do. But at the same time, have a heart. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I mean, use a little bit of common sense. Sure. You know, I'm sure while y'all were writing that guy that ticket, there were cars down the street getting broke into. Yeah, that's the unfortunate scenario. And and I get they can't stop all crime. I understand they can't stop all crime, but let's focus on the on the big fish, the bigger fish. Yeah, not who's feeding the homeless. You're gonna tie up the daggum your court system with this when you got people busting out windows and protesting and stuff, and y'all didn't arrest them in Houston. Right. You didn't arrest them in Atlanta. You didn't arrest them anywhere. You just let them do what they wanted to do. But this dude, you go down there and give him a ticket for feeding hungry people. That's sad. That's really sad, man. It makes me mad. It's a sad place we've gotten to, Chucker. Yeah. And I wonder what they were feeding them. Because it is a vegan group. What? Yeah, yeah. Food not bombed is a vegan, vegan group. They got interesting. So they're they're probably only feeding them vegan food. It's like vegan casseroles. Like not even nourishing food. Vegetable soup with just vegetables. It's like what it has like no protein in it, and then maybe that's what they has no substance. Maybe that's what they were giving them a ticket for. Yeah. Bad food. Maybe they deserve it. Maybe we're changing <laughs> our stance here. <laughs> but regardless, they were getting something warm in their bellies. They just wanted the vegans out of town. Yeah. <laughs> um, but did oh, you have man. any casseroles over the weekend? Uh, you know, we made like a little uh, egg casserole type of thing uh, with some bell peppers and sausage and cheese and onions and stuff like that in it. Yeah. But that's about it. What about you guys? Why? Uh, I see I see we got casserole chaos on the notes here. What is that all about? I would like to start a movement to ban all casseroles. All casseroles. All casseroles. Are you willing to 
revoke your country boy card if you do that. I don't like casseroles, John. I never. Every country boy likes casserole, Chuck. I don't think so. They can't speak for us all. It's not a written rule. Give me, give me your reasoning. Tell me what's going on. Because people lie to me about casseroles. Yeah. (laughs) They lie to you about what? You go over there and you'll get you that. This is the perfect example. The perfect example is a hash brown casserole. Yeah. Okay. I like hash browns. I like cheese. What else is in a hash brown casserole? I mean, a lot of people will put sour cream in there. I like sour cream. Yeah, a lot of people will put different things in it uh, to kind of give it that casserole feel. Yeah, they make that casserole. Then they put onions in there. Yep, that's generally in a, in a hash brown casserole. And I like a good fried onion. Yeah. I like onions in my salsa. Sure. I don't like onions in my casserole. So they'll be like, oh, there's nothing in here you don't like. And then you're sitting there eating it, and you bite into a onion instead of a piece of shredded uh, potato. <laughs> and you're like, there's freaking onions in this. <laughs> I don't like onions. I do not like – like, you can say technically an onion in a casserole is a cooked onion, right? Yes. But it still has raw onion tendencies. Uh, kind of. What do you think? And like flavor, definitely not texture because they kind of soften up when I they're think in it's there. It's the flavor. I don't know what it is, but man, if I'm sitting there eating a eating a, a casserole or anything, and there's not supposed to be onions in it, and there is onions in it, I'm done with that plate. <laughs> Now I'll go get a. There's a hamburger at one of the restaurants in Griffin that's got onion straws on top of it. And, and you like that? I love that. Onion rings. Love onion rings. It sounds like you're just picky about onions. I am picky about onions. I don't like them on my hamburger. But does that mean like we really onion. need to outlaw casseroles, Chucker? Yes. What if? What if? Well, look, look. What? What's the purpose of a casserole? <laughs> to feed people. Okay, so like Mary Beth makes this, uh, it's a uh, biscuits and gravy casserole, right? Okay. Everybody tells me it's so good. I mm-hmm. won't eat it. I do Why? not eat it. Because Why? if you're going to go through the trouble to make the gravy, and you're going to go through the trouble to make the biscuits, just make biscuits and gravy. <laughs> Don't turn it into a casserole. Don't That's turn your that thing. into. Don't mess that up. It kind of turns into more like dumplings. In at that point, don't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, just make a station where somebody can be like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna get my ratio to uh, gravy mix perfect." Yeah. So that's hilarious. So you refuse to eat one of your wife's casseroles? I don't eat any casseroles. None. None. You're I don't. Eat, I don't eat casseroles. I never have liked them. I never <laughs> will like them. I feel like I'm every time I get one, somebody's like, "Well, I made this one and it don't have onions in it. I made it because I know you don't like onions." I'll be eating it and there'll still be onions in it, Cow- and they'll be like, "I'll be like, there's an onion right there." And like, well, they were chopped up fine, so I didn't think you'd see them. <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't think you'd see them. So they've been sneaking in onions on you. Yes, you don't know what's in a casserole. That's true. Like, my dad's really bad about that. Most Southern people are really bad about that. You ask them what's in it, they ain't going to tell you everything. No. No, it's green beans. <laughs> it's green bean casserole. What's yeah. got in it? Green beans. Yeah. Well, what's the other stuff? <laughs> There's something holding them green beans together. Yeah. Yeah. Is it cream of mushroom soup? Because I sure as heck can't stand that. <laughs> you know it is. You know it's cream of mushroom soup. And then they're like, no, it's not that. It's, it's something else. And then you find that little bitty piece of mushroom that didn't get ch- chopped up. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about, but it don't make me mad. It clearly makes you mad. It does make me mad because they'll be like, oh, there ain't nothing that you don't like. How do you know what I like? Have you ever seen me fix my plate? It's potatoes, bread, and meat. And <laughs> It don't matter what meal I'm eating. That's pretty much my plate. (laughs) And some would say, well, you don't like your food touch. No, I don't mind if my food touches. (laughs) Like if I've got me a plate of beans, you know, I got some, I'll eat beans. I will eat green beans. Yeah. yeah. I've eaten green beans, green beans. There's some good green beans out there. Yeah. But. And you go put all that stuff together, and it's like, <laughs> So casserole, you would say casseroles are dead to you. Casseroles are dead to me. <laughs> You're done with them. Dead. Dead. I'm with you, man. I got now, you. I made, I, I've made, I, I'll say I have made a cheeseburger casserole before. Okay. But I didn't put onions in it. It was basically just meat, cheese. It was more like, it was more like a, what's that with the peaches? It was more like a cheeseburger cobbler. Oh, (laughs) do you eat cobbler? No, but I make a mean peach cobbler, dude. I make (laughs) one of the best peach cobblers you've ever tasted. Really? But you don't eat it? No. No. Why? Um, uh, texture thing with the peaches. <laughs> okay. But I do make a good peach cobbler. Um, All right. And a cobbler is different. A cobbler is borderline casserole, mm-hmm. but it's not. Yeah. It's really just poor people putting whatever they had together, right? Pretty much. That's kind of where a lot of this stuff comes they, from. They cobbled, cob, cobbled it together. Yeah, exactly. That's where a lot of the dishes come from. And I understand you're trying to stretch it out. You know, you're taking it to church. You cook it before church. Yeah. You, know, and you take it to a potluck like thing. Yeah. Chili. Man, chili's good. Chili, man. That's one of the perfect things for it. I like chili. It's one of the perfect like, things for a potluck. I like Brunswick stew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now we're now I'm getting hungry. Yeah. So <laughs> now, now I'm getting hungry. We might have to move on from Let's move on from our casserole chaos. That's all. I just wanted to rant about how I don't like casseroles. <laughs> I'm with you. I love a good casserole. Um, maybe your family just needs to start labeling everything they put in it, I reckon. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> just got to start labeling their casseroles. They still lie on the label, wouldn't they? Well, I'll tell you this. We had a great rib roast at Mary Best Dad's house. Okay. And we're going to have rib roast and baked potatoes, right? 
Yep. Our deal was Mary Beth said, we got to bring the fixings for the potatoes. <laughs> okay. I said, okay, cool. So she's got this, all these tubs of sour cream, you know, all the stuff that you put on a baked potato. Right. And uh, she's like, I got to drop this off at my dad. When I dropped Charlie, Charlie's been working with him this week while he's on vacation, uh, Christmas vacation. So I got to drop sure. this off when I drop Charlie off. I'm like, why? Why can't we just take it when we go? And yeah. She's like, he's making a baked potato casserole. Oh, Lord. So you're going to have a fit about that, aren't you? So I'm like, no. I'm like, no. I did eat some of it. It wasn't bad, but it was still a casserole, and I knew it was a casserole. <laughs> and I did, did it have it. onions? It had, like, scallions in it. Like, you oh, put okay. on a baked potato. Yeah. Which they're not very strong onion flavor. But, no, uh, I like it. I like it. But good it's still a like, why are we going to do this to these poor potatoes? Like, they were grown for us. <laughs> you know, to enjoy. And we're going to throw all that in a casserole? <laughs> You're hilarious, man. You're hilarious. It just, it made me, casseroles make me sad. <laughs> well, this segment of the show is also going to make you sad. Um, this show. segment, we're going to give a shout out to all of the people who passed away in 2023, all the celebrities who passed away in 2023. It was a rough or at year least, in uh, the universe. Yeah, um, we're going to recap some of the big ones anyway. I'll, I'll just um, I'm going to get out here and just start throwing some names out because we I, I just feel like there's so many. Um, of course, Rosalind Carter. Um, Mr. Bobby Knight, the yep. uh, the coach, the basketball do you, coach. Do you think they buried him laying on the stomach like he asked? <laughs> I hope so. I hope um, so. The late Matthew Perry. That was a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, that was a rough one to start. I think that was the toughest one of the year. Mm. Well, buckle up, man. There was a lot that we've got to get to. Suzanne Somers. Yeah. Dick Butkus. Yeah. Uh, Diane Feinstein. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Buffett. Uh, that was a tough one, too. That was a tough one, brother. <sighs> um, Jeez, oh, R.I.P. Jimmy. Right, I mean yeah. that. I remember that show blatantly. That was a tough one to make it through. That was a tough one. Um, we got Mr. Bob Barker. He died a long time ago. <laughs> this is some Mandela effect stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was one of our shows this year. Um, Terry Funk, the wrestler, died. Terry Funk. Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman. Yep. Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yep. Sinead O'Connor died. Um, mm. Tony Bennett. Who else we got? Ted Kaczynski. Uh, the Iron Sheik passed away. Man. Tina Turner. Which was one of the few I forgot. I forgot Tina passed away this year. Man, I forgot about Tina dying this year, too. That You mentioned that concert, her and Jimmy Buffett. Whew. Um, the wonderful Jim Brown, um, the running back, passed away this year. Jerry Springer passed away this year. Jerry, Jerry. Yep. Everybody remembers that. 
I'm trying to I'm trying to gloss over. I'm hoping I don't miss anybody too important while I'm just browsing over here. Burt Bacharach died this year. I'm not sure uh, who that is. Um, you should. Uh, Jeff Beck died. Lisa Marie Presley died. And Ken Block died. That was this year? That was January 2nd of 2023. He died at the age oh, of 55. So his daughter is an amazing driver. Really? Leah Block. Okay. And, um, I saw a TikTok this morning, and she was – I think she was driving she, – she's doing the, the new um, Jim Connor with the electric car. And I oh. think it was a clip from that. It was Travis Pastrana being like, you know, if you're in the air, don't hit the throttle, don't hit the brakes, blah, 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 blah. Just giving her all this advice. And he goes, and most importantly, just drive to call this and any advice anybody gives you. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> like, don't listen to any advice. Like her driving abilities are right there where he's just like, don't, don't pay attention to any of this crap. Just drive the car, do what you do. Wow. Um, wow. She has been chosen to go into the Formula One development program, uh, which is a big deal because she is so young. She is a girl and she is American. How old is she? Um, let's see how old Leah Block. Wait. Leah Block. Or Lee Block. Age. I don't know why I was calling her Leah. 17. My daughter's name. She's 17. Oh, it is Leah. It's L I A. Leah. Okay. She's 17 years old. Yes. Wow. And she will be representing the British, I think it's the Williams team at the Formula One Academy in 2024. Wow. So that is a big freaking deal. Wow. That's crazy. That's 17. Yeah. Man, congratulations to her. That's a big deal, carrying on dad's dad's name like that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, that's you legacy right there, brother. You don't always get the kid when the dad's been a successful driver, the kid that's the successful driver, too. Right, right. I mean, Ken Block was so in a dude. Jim Connor changed my life. Those videos are amazing. Watching those videos, like I remember doing that for hours when I was when I was younger. You know like, what I mean? Like he does stuff. Him and Travis Pastrana, they take what you did with a Hot Wheels car when you was a kid. You know, playing on your little tracks or was like, you know, yeah, setting up just random stuff on the floor to yep. drive around. And they do that in real life with a real right. car and right. make it look easy. Right. It's unreal. Unreal. Such a professional, dude. Such a professional. Yeah. So R.I.P. Kimblock, man. Yeah, man. So that 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 was the that was the majority of them right there, man. That was it. That yeah. was it. Hey, uh, one thing I did want to ask you, man, with with New Year's coming up before we review Grown Ups too. Uh, you got any resolutions, dude? I've got to. I've got to go with the. I'm going to lose weight one this year because I've got really? to do it. I've got to do it. I have. You no put that back out there. 
I, you know, that one year I did the resolution where I was going to wear shorts at least once a month. And you completed that. I completed that one. That's right. I wanted to, I wanted something that was doable. Well, to prove I could do it. You, know? you did it. You did it. Um, so I, I'm going to, it's, it's, I'm not trying to lose weight, obviously, but I want to not eat fast food for the whole year. Ooh, that's going to be tough for you. It's going to be really tough for me. You was eating on some Arby's last night. I know. It was good. <laughs> it was good. But I, I, I know packing a lunch for work is going to be the hardest part. Getting through yeah. that or, you know, yeah, getting through work is going to be the hardest part. Well, getting that, through the whole night. That is the hard part because we don't really have a place to eat lunch. At work. Right. And right. We've got a microwave, but it's kind of, you know, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. So that's what I've got to figure out. I, I think I'm going to go kind of keto, but mostly carnivore. Because oh. that seems to work the best for me. But oh. I might mix it in with the intermittent fasting. Okay. And put it all together and go like Joe Rogan. I got you. On that. I got you. All yeah. animal products. Somebody needs to do a, a a a web article or something that says "Eat like Joe." So you can just do what <laughs> eat Joe like Joe eats, eats in a week, you know, dude. dude I'm sure like, that's already out there. I would love a freaking you. You seen that article where that guy went and stayed with a, a Hunter S. Thompson for a day? Oh yeah, and broke it down by hour by hour. Oh yeah, I wish somebody would do that with Joe Rogan. Oh, I I bet you can pretty much figure it out i bet someone has pretty much figured it out based on all of the things he says he does like yeah he, he lists out so many things that he does in a day like i'm sure someone's broken his day down what it looks like like winston churchill Dude, you remember wait. the winston churchill day yes i would like to do that i might do that monday <laughs> you should do take advantage of the day off man take advantage of that day off it. A Winston Churchill Day Monday. I have to get that list out and see if I what all I can accomplish on it. Winston Churchill Day is a great day. It's a fun day. I can't uh, really smoke a cigar in bed though. Yeah, that would be kind of a rough one, huh? Yeah. Well, let's get on to uh, Grown Ups too, my friend. Dude, the best of the Grown Ups series. I love it, man. It's so funny. I forgot how funny that movie is. Um, it it. As far as sequels go, it feels like a standalone movie. Like, you already know the characters from the first one, but you don't have to. You don't have to. Um, you're just basically picking up on that last day of school, and it is the longest freaking day ever. Yeah. What all they accomplish in it. Um, it's it's hilarious. Like, And I guess because... Adam Sandler has so much money, he can just, you know what I mean, from his Hollywood career or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, like, they just kind of hang out at the Kmart or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Them hanging out at the Kmart is one of the best scenes. That is the best thing. Dude goes over there and pulls the string on the... <laughs> on the raft. Uh, on the raft. It's just, dude, other dude. Oh, man, I can't remember anybody's name right now. Nick Swartzen. Swartzen sitting on the toilet. Yeah, man, that Swartzen was so funny. in that movie... That is one of his best roles ever. That was so funny, man. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny when he's, like, trying to ride it like a surfboard and all that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Shaq being in the movie, Shaq. being the cop. 
he's giving dude he's giving him the noogie. Yeah. And he's like, My brain, my brain. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end, when he like pops out of the doghouse, you remember that? <laughs> Busted a piece. Yeah. It's such a it's a it was filmed up around Lake Lanier. Yeah. Um you've got uh you've got the classic um Adam Sandler cast is in it. The Boosh yep. is in it. Of course. I mean, you can't have a classic Adam Sandler movie without him. That's right. Uh, David Spade. David Spade is hilarious in it. Hilarious. Chris They're Rock, of course. Man, it just is that day is so freaking long. It's so long. It's or is so it two good. days? <laughs> no, yeah. it's one day. It's one day. It's one day. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's one yeah. day. Well, yeah, because they mess up the um they go to the doctor he breaks the legs they mess up the frat house or whatever all that yeah all that stuff so you meet david spade's son yeah Uh, he goes to school what's uh clint eastwood's son's name scott he's in that movie is he the gay indiana jones no he's one of the frat boys oh really yeah oh you gotta remember that's an older movie oh yeah you know it's been out for a while now. it's been uh, 2013 i think is when it came out so 10 years yeah so that's 10 years ago that's 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 so wild probably filmed at 11 or 12 that's that's pretty wild um freaking stone cold yeah man it seems like they just got as many awesome people as they could get in this it's, movie it's like he called he called everybody adam's like hey man you gonna be in a movie yeah colin farrell's in it um i mean Literally everybody he could get in it, and the fact that they didn't even try to hide that the end scene, the fight scene, and all that was like on the soundstage, right? <laughs> you know, like you could tell that's just carpet, right? It's hilarious. It just, it just is another funny part of the movie to me. <laughs> um, dude, how how many beans? How many beans for grown ups too? Ten, ten beans, top ten rating. Beans. Top rating, our final movie to watch. It was the best. It's one of the best movies. I loved it. Classic yeah. movie. It made me laugh a whole lot. Thank you for getting me to watch it again, yes. man. I it's appreciate a, that. It's an Adam Sandler you can sit there and watch with your kids. That's right. That's right. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. So um, we're going to get on to This Week in History, my dude. Hit me up. This week in history, December 28th, 2008, the Detroit Lions became the first team in NFL history to lose all 16 games in the regular season. Wow. That's <laughs> pretty freaking bad, dude. Yeah, that's a that's a bad deal right there. That's pretty freaking bad, man. I went and visited Ford Field in 2009, or, um like early 2009. So right after this, um I went up to Detroit to go to Joe Louis Arena to go to a Red Wings game. Um and I took a a tour of Ford Field 
the next day and there was nobody there. It was just me and my buddy who went to Detroit. <laughs> nobody else was there to tour Ford Field. We got to go in the locker rooms. We went down on the 50-yard line. We toured the entire area. And it was really cool because it was actually built on like a 1920s furniture store. Like you go inside this place and this brick, like several story tall building is in there. Like the, the stadium is built onto it. It's pretty neat. <laughs> yeah. They just kept it there. So um, yeah, but it, it's a pretty, pretty astounding thing to lose all 16 games. Yeah. That's a, that's a bad year. Somebody got fired. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of people got fired. <laughs> they had a lot of good people on the team too. That's what sucks. Um, well, but that's the uh, that's the Detroit Lions way. They waste people's careers. Okay, one more thing to go back to Christmas before I send you this meme. All right. And it has nothing to do with the meme itself. Go um, ahead. Did you look at Little Red Trucks hauling a Christmas tree? Okay, there are – I saw quite a few in front yards. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? So, I don't know. It's like it was a TikTok trend this Christmas. Is The guy goes, well, I'll be dipped in – there's a little red truck hauling a Christmas tree. And then you get to looking around and it's on all kinds of decorations. Oh man. Yeah. I, I, uh, I actually have one in my house when you mentioned it, like I have like a little countdown that the, that the girls get to like flip the numbers on, yep. you know, countdown yep. to Christmas. And it's a, it's a red truck with a Christmas tree in the back. So I think next year, my truck will be riding around with a Christmas tree in it all season. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious send me that meme man there you mom always said life was like the meme of the week you never know what you're gonna get go all right pulling it up I'm outside in the orange Toyota, <laughs> and there's a forklift parked outside the La Bamba. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Picking up your date in the forklift. <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad we won't have to deal with that thing much longer. No, no, that's right. Well, John, you have a happy new year. I'm sure going to try, Chucker. You do the same, dude. Happy new year to all of our night shifters. We will speak to you next year. Yeah. Look for some changes coming. That's right. Oh, and the UNO tournament is filling up. We've got a prize in the works. Yep, yep. Uh, we're, we're trying to come up with a with something. I'm pretty sure all eight spots Special. are filled now, right? I think so. We'll have I... to write it down, but it's probably going to end up being in February. Cool. Um, and once we, it'll be a good time, man. UNO tournament. UNO tournament. I'm going to win. <laughs> Calling it now. I'm, I, I got this, and I'm. I've got a friend. I don't know if he listens to the show or not. Uh huh. He might. I know he's listened in the past. I'm gonna ask him because he does this kind of stuff. I might ask him to MC the event. That would be really cool. And kind of call it. You know, he's done. He he's a comedian. He's done some stand up stuff before. Reach so, out to him. See if we can make I'm, it happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out and see if I can't get him to be our guy. Heck yeah. Play by play. Heck yeah. It's been a great year, Chucker. Thanks for another great show. Episode 124. We'll see y'all. Later on.